Welcome into the Save by Nostalgia podcast. I'm Noah Groniger alongside Clint Schweitzer. And you know we're going back to the Wonder Years when we are talking about an episode taking place in a mall. That's right. Today's episode is all in the mall. The gang is in line for you two tickets. And Candid Video is on the scene to capture all the hilarity that ensues. Now, before we get into this episode, let's take a quick detour back in time to some great memories of our local malls here, which for us is Antioch Shopping Center in Metro North Mall. I mean, personally, I remember the food courts, action sports cards, and mom's candy at Antioch, and of course, Spencer's, and then the hot air balloons at Metro North were always an eye catcher for me. What about you, Clint? I remember my mom used to drop me and my friends off at Metro North Mall, and we would wander around for hours trying to look at girls, trying to get get up the courage to talk to a girl. I even met Marcus Allen from the Kansas City Chiefs at Metro North Mall. So many of my great memories involve um, that mall and going there and just sort of being a part of the social scene. I remember buying CDs at the Sam Goody, and all of it is just such a big, warm, fuzzy memory that I could just about uh, melt right here. And uh, <laughs> this episode, as uh, Peter Engel has talked to us about in the past, is an Example of getting the gang away from the halls of Bayside. Um, the writers and the producers would relish these opportunities to get um, the gang away from those sets um, in Burbank and to get uh, onto another, a different set, which is the mall. We've seen it before on the Home for Christmas. Um, we covered that episode, um, those two episodes in our archives. And in this case, I used to do this too. The lot, the gang is in line for YouTube concert tickets. But Screech is sleeping at the front of the line. Now, I remember having to go to, I believe it was J.C. Penney's that you could go and get Ticketmaster tickets. And I remember going there for several concerts, Kiss, David Lee Roth. I would go to the mall and wait in line for tickets. And the gang are doing that here for U2. What's your favorite U2 song? Uh, that's a good question. I'm not a U2 <laughs> fan. I uh, wish they would have chosen another band. Um, I always remember thinking that, like, I wish they would have chosen a different band. Obviously very popular at the time, the Joshua Tree huge album in 1987, but like, this is the early nineties. They could have found, I could have found, um, I could have been poison. This was like 1991. We could have gone that route or Nirvana or someone, but it's U2. And, um, I am already struck by this because they've put screech in charge of sleeping <laughs> there and like leaving all of their ticket fate and screech's hands already. There's a red flag to me. Yeah. When will they learn? I just apparently never we're in season three here and they still aren't learning. Uh, but, uh, before we get to that, Zach asks if he's ever let them down. He says, we got an idea. Have I ever let you guys down? And, to, uh, Kelly and Lisa say, yeah, the time he snuck them in the trunk of his car to the drive-in movie and Zach said, so I forgot the trunk key. You still got to hear the movie. And they're like, it was a Japanese movie. And he's like, I tried to read the subtitles as fast as I could. And so I thought that was hilarious. Just kind of a, something that you don't see in an episode taking us outside in their daily lives. And Zach is still pulling these schemes all the time, even when you don't see it in these episodes. But yeah, they had Screech sleep there all night. They bribed him with a new teddy bear so he could be the first in line for these new uh, U2 tickets. There's a new concert that's going to be coming there. And uh, five tickets, Mezzanine Orchestra and Screech, of course, lost it. He has no idea. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Zach will kill me if I make the wrong decision. Turns around. Excuse me, fellow U2 fan. Would you hold my place in line so I can confer with my friends? And Screech just runs off. He doesn't really even get a, a yes or no from the guy. The guy just jumps in ahead of him in line. And, okay, I'll buy my tickets. 
And uh, so that's where we're left here. Screech ruining the plan from the very get-go. And Zack and Slater off in the mall somewhere else looking at at, uh, mannequins. And Zack's like, why can't we meet girls like that? And Slater, yeah, great figure. And they don't talk back. I thought that was a great line. Well, I'll tell you another thing. I got to clarify something about this ticket situation. For one, the (laughs) ticket attendant should have sold Screech the best available ticket. That's what he was there for. That's what he wanted. He said best available, closest ticket. Mezzanine or orchestra signifies the mezzanine, meaning balcony, or orchestra, meaning up close, the floor, the front, the floor, the orchestra pit. That is ticket buying 101. Orchestra, always closer. He definitely should have taken the orchestra, but he's got to go find out <laughs> what's going on. And so <laughs> he tracks down Zach and Slater and asks them this question, and they realize in horror that he's left the line <laughs> and that he's out of line, and they see the fellow YouTube fan that Screech uh, asked to save his place, and he speaks no English, so they are screwed here. And Screech goes ahead and slaps himself across the face to save the guys the trouble, and I applaud it. Oh, absolutely. He runs into the guys like, oh, look, here he comes now. Thanks for saving my spot, sir. Uh, no comprendo, senor. Adios. And he's like, uh, uh, wait, uh, if he's here, then who's there? And then yeah, he smacks himself. I'm all for it. I love it. And uh, Zach and Slater just left with telling him to get back in line, lunkhead. If we miss out on this concert, I'm going to kill you. Uh, so Screech left the line, afraid that if he made the wrong decision, Zach would kill him. But it, he left the line. And if they miss out on the concert, Zach's going to kill him. So Screech is in a no-win situation here. It looks like he's a dead man. Meanwhile, Lisa finds a bag of money behind a bench at the mall. Uh, Kelly wants to return the money, of course. She's always the uh, you know more dependable one. Zach invokes the five-foot, five-second rule, which I'd never heard of before. <laughs> but uh, so if nobody comes within five feet of the money in five seconds, it's their money. Zach wants to take it and buy as many YouTube tickets as possible and then scalp the tickets for a profit. Genius move by Zach. I think that's a tremendous way to do it. Although the way that this unfolds, it's like you find this bag of money. It doesn't feel like one of those situations where you're just like, oh, I'm in luck. Here's this money. Like, uh, it's a bag of money in a mall. Like someone's going to be looking for this. So I don't think you would automatically go into how are we going to spin this mode? Yeah, but I, I also don't think you'd be Kelly and just what if it it might belong to a poor person? And uh, just this this episode has a lot of strong lines in it. And Zach comes back and says, what poor person has $5,000? Slater's like, well, if they weren't poor then, they're sure poor now. And so I love that. And as they kind of all have decided, yeah, we're going to take this money. We're going with Zach's plan and we're going to turn it in to this huge pile of cash. And then we'll return the money later, of course. Well, they bribe a kid out of line for YouTube tickets with ice cream. And they hit on a nerdy twosome to get them to come out of line. Uh, Lisa and Kelly drop their shopping bags. So, of course, guys rush out of line to pick them up and help. Then they try to get to the front by bribing an old lady. But no, not so fast. She never misses a U2 concert. Um, <laughs> although they finally get her to leave for 200 smackers. Um, she leaves completely and doesn't even like get behind Screech to just let him go in front of her and then get tickets after him. But bummer, the concert is sold out. <laughs> <laughs> now it's really a problem. The ticket guy at the window, he raises the window down. This concert is sold out and no one's going anywhere. <laughs> yep. Uh, it's sold out. Screech has cost them the concert. So it looks like he is a dead man. Zach is going to kill him. I think Zach will live up to his promise here. 
But uh, they're all sitting in a food court when uh, over the intercom is announced that another concert has been added. Tickets go on sale tomorrow, and uh, they've got to come up with a plan to stay here. But in the meantime, they are going to go shopping. They're going to go on a shopping spree. Everyone's going to get $200. And uh, he's handing out $200 to everybody. And Kelly says, well, it might be all right to look at some bathing suits. And uh, we're going to hear what she has to say uh, in this little exchange with Screech. Hey, how about a little advance on tomorrow's profits, huh? Yeah, tickle my palm, honey. I've got places to go and shoes to try on. <laughs> and I guess it'd be all right to look at some bathing suits. They're selling them for half off. Oh, which half are you going to buy? <laughs> you know, I've always defended you, but you really are a bozo. Well, there you have it from Kelly. Screech is now officially a bozo, even though she tried to date him in season one. But don't worry. There is an announcement that a second concert is being added and they're all going to stay in the mall to be first in line. Now, just thinking about that and thinking about our warm, fuzzy memories of being in the mall, like how cool would it have been to like staked out some kind of a plan and like stayed the night in a mall? Like that would be awesome. I'm just picturing all the shenanigans you and your friends could get into. This whole concept just has me remembering my entire 1995, basically. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that would be great, except they are going to be trapped inside one single store. I'm not sure I would like that much. Uh, but if we somehow were able to stay in the mall and just run rampant through all the stores and everywhere in the mall, second floor, first floor, I mean, that would be amazing. I could just imagine being there with your friends and, and you're in middle school or even maybe late elementary school or high school. I mean, that would just be amazing to be there with your friends and have free run of the entire place. I couldn't imagine, but just thinking back on it, I mean, I, I almost have to do that. I mean, are there any malls? The Mall of America, I guess they're still left, but there's not many malls left in America to do that at. It's a public mall. You have a right to be there. <laughs> um, so I don't know if we've mentioned, but there's been two like gangster looking guys that are clearly like honing in on this money. They're following the gang around. Frankie um, and Louie. They see them, uh, they're kind of, you know, honing in, they're staring at them, and they ask Screech to create a diversion while they stash the money and run. So the mob guys des destroy the shoe store looking for the money. Uh, meanwhile, the gang head to the movies, and they are uh, now all very paranoid. Kelly is worried she's going to die and never get married, and then she's never going to have a picket fence, which, of course, is every girl's dream. That's, of course, what you would think about right before a gang a gangster offs you you'd be thinking about the fact that you never got to get married because that's all there is in life <laughs> and she was never going to get another letter from ed mcmahon again <laughs> that was another thing that she thought of and uh i like slater just saying kelly shut up uh that was just a nice little line like you're panicking you're losing it i can't handle this drama uh, i'm just a high school guy i'm just here to enjoy a movie you're overreacting just shut up I love that. And and Screech comes in. He's dressed as Superman saying, no one will recognize me now. And Slater's has a great line saying, the only place you won't be noticed is in a nut house. And so for me, pound for pound, I just think this is one of Slater's stronger episodes because he's just got great lines throughout the whole entire episode. Well, the mobsters come into the movie um, and Kelly says she hopes they kill Zack and Slater first. And let me just tell you, this next plan of Zack's is one that we have actually put into use ourselves at an NFL playoff game back in 2016, the old leave for the bathroom one by one trick. <laughs> so one by one, uh, they get up and pretend to be heading to the restroom while trying to look inconspicuous 
we did this in January of 2016 at a Chiefs Patriots playoff game at Gillette Stadium. The Chiefs were getting beat. We knew it was over. We one by one sauntered out of the stadium as not to be catcalled or thrown trash at by the Patriots fans. So thank you, Zach. Thank you, Say by the Bell. We were able to get through this with the old one by one make like you're heading to the bathroom trick. Yeah, we made it out of there without getting heckled or booed or jeered at for uh, leaving early. And uh, we made it out there with our lives intact. Uh, so we have to thank them for that. But I got to go back into when they're watching the movie. Uh, there's characters in this movie called Jonathan and Lydia. And uh, Slater uh, plays the role of Jonathan and Zach plays the role of Lydia. And they're kind of making up their own lines as they're sitting there. And it is hilarious. I love that. Just kind of banter uh, back and forth between Slater and Zach, getting a closer look into their friendship and just kind of the silly things that they're doing. And they're ruining the movie for Lisa and Kelly, who are moving to the front row. Uh, Zach and Slater just keep going on. Uh, but yeah, then they pull the bathroom trick as they notice uh, Frankie and Louie, the two bad guys that are they've tracked them down to the movie theater and they've got to get out of there. Well, Zach stakes out a sporting goods store and they are supposed to sleep in this giant tent in the middle of the store. Um, Zach, uh, it's kind of a strange scene with Zach asking questions about footballs. He says, is that hogskin, boarskin, or pigskin? Uh, he's the manager of a football team and needs footballs for spring practice. Hurry up. The season starts in three months. Let's go. And while he goes, the attendant goes to the back, they all um, pile into the tent and they, I guess, sleep the night all there together in this tent. And uh, it, by the way, where's Jesse? Yeah, that's we haven't mentioned that yet. Where is just, I'm guessing she had just some student council thing to do and she couldn't come with it. I don't know where she is. I That is a great question. I've always wondered that when watching this episode, just wh wh where is she? Like she has to be with the gang here and she's off doing something else. I don't know. Well, the tickets are once again on sale and let me just break it down to you this way. The total is $3,000. They are trying to get 10 tickets each for all five of them. That's 50 tickets total. Not bad, because if you break that down, that's only $60 per ticket, but they're really trying to make a profit here. U2's huge. The first concert sold out. This one's bound to be a sellout, so they're trying to spend $3,000 at 60 bucks a pop to get these tickets. Uh, of course, they find they have the wrong shoebox. The money is gone. So they go back to the shoe store, trying to tear apart all the boxes to find it. Zach and the old lady from the line earlier grab the remaining box at the exact same time. And they tell her Kevin Costner is over there and she swoons away and the money is in there. They've got the box. They got the money, but the mob guys corner them and um, they blow past them with the money. So they physically like an offensive line, just road grading a defensive <laughs> line, blow past these guys on their way out of the shoe store. It's really a great scene. Well, let me tell you something. That trick would work on my mom. She's a huge Kevin Costner shill, a fan. So if you would have told her, hey, look over there, Kevin Costner's over there, uh, she's out of there. So that would have worked on her. That's a great trick to use. And just in this, I don't know, maybe we don't talk about this. Maybe we just move on. But I'm going to throw it out there. And if you want to talk about it uh, or say a few words, you can. If not, you feel free to just move on to the story. But this shoe salesman and Lisa relationship that's going on, he looks like he's maybe 25 or 30 and uh, they come there and he says, Lisa, I've missed you. And he's hitting on a teenage girl. Uh, they're all tearing apart the store, but just that storyline of Lisa keeps going back to the shoe store uh, because this salesman has the hots for her. She's this teenage kid. He looks like he's 25 or 30. Uh, take it if you want. <laughs> I, I kept 
waiting for Al Bundy to come out and offer to help as well. <laughs> yeah, it was just kind of a strange thing. His name's Eddie, apparently, and he's uh, the shoe store guy. There's a little side story. He And I, I didn't put that in my notes on purpose because I just wanted to blow past it. But here <laughs> we are. Um, they wind up consulting a mall cop and uh, said that they'll be they're scared that they're going to be wearing cement boots, sleeping with the fishes. And uh, the mall cop is in on it. He's with them and they're cornered. They hand over the money and they find out they're on candid video. They've been videotaping this whole thing. And for being like for being participants, they win five front row tickets to the YouTube concert. Zach sells says we could sell these the end. Yeah. Zach sitting there uh, saying, you know how much money we can get for these? And the whole gang goes, no, as uh, yeah, the episode ends and uh, apparently they're going to be going to the U2 concert and not selling them, not being a part of Zach's scheme. Uh, but this episode's great for me. Like we always talk about them whenever they get out of Bayside and, and go somewhere else, there's new scenery, a new place uh, to see what the gang, the shenanigans that they get into and what happens. So this is a strong one for me. A lot of memories. Uh, I think Slater steals the show in this for me. He's given a lot of really strong lines and delivers on those. Uh, them running around. Are these guys killers? Or, uh, is that their money? Are they trying to steal the money from them? Who are these guys, Frankie and Louie? What's going on here? So wondering what's going to go on. And just being in all these different places, a shoe store, the movie theater, uh, pretending to be mannequins as they're trying to hide from Frankie and Louie after the movie theater. It's all just really great stuff. I mean, we use the bathroom trick in real life. I mean, this has to be a strong episode for us, right? <laughs> yeah, I keep going back to that as the seminal moment of the show because we've used it in real life. And we actually brought it up as it was happening. Like, I think you looked over to me and you said, hey, do you want to do the Saved by the Bell trick? Yeah. To get up go to the bathroom. And I mean, hilarious. This episode is a huge hit. You know, this whole season, we've been doing this show now. We've been, it's been over a year. We've been breaking down Saved by the Bell episodes for a year now on Saved by Nostalgia. And season three is a tremendous season of television. The show is really hitting its stride by this point. We talked about how in two, season two, it was definitely on its way, but season three is just a lot of hit episodes. I mean, we've seen the, the Jeff storyline play out over three episodes. We interviewed Patrick Muldoon for those. We've seen episodes like the fabulous building brothers and home for Christmas parts one and two, the wicked stepbrothers. This is just an, a season that's really, I think made the show what it is. And with episodes like this that are all one-offs, not a continuation of any storyline, but just, throwing certain situations and these certain elements and now we're in the mall and I am all about it. I'm here for it. I love this episode. I know I say this about so many of them, but this is one that just hits home for me. And uh, I remember it finally as a kid watching it in syndication, certainly now as an adult. And it makes me want to return to the simple days of going to the mall for entertainment. I'm all for this episode of all of them all. Oh, absolutely. This is a huge hit. And just uh, if you love this and love what we're doing, just keep following because moving forward, I know we've mentioned that uh, coming on, we're going to have the drinking and driving episode coming on uh, moving forward with uh, Eddie Garcia, John Sandiford, Susan Bobian, uh, John Sandiford and Susan Bobian have been on with us before, uh, but they're going to come back for that episode. And uh, Mark Clayman, who played Moose, will be coming on in future episodes. And, and we're going to keep scouring and trying to get more. Uh, and we just cannot thank you all enough for listening and and 
giving us the feedback and the interaction that you're loving following along with these and listening to these and and you're you really are invested in this and love this show as much as we do we can't thank you enough and like we said we got so many more guests coming down the pike and and big ones like eddie garcia's johnny dakota uh so you're definitely going to want to stay tuned for that and we can't thank you enough for listening every time we have one right here on saved by nostalgia